0: What's up nerds, welcome to Nintendo Pow Block for July 18th, 2017. I almost said 2018. Wow. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Cordyric. And alongside me is always that guy over there, Edward Varnell.
1: I used to blow my cartridges and my T-shirt. Hmm.
0: Yeah. You know there's a distinct label on the back of the cartridges that says, Don't blow in the cartridge
1: shoot that was everybody (laughs) trust me everybody blew their cartridge and do their t-shirt and then even when you put it into the system you had to jiggle it to the left
0: side to the right side i know and then like my nintendo had this my nintendo had this problem where you stuck it in the the cartridge uh slot and like yeah you couldn't put it in all the way or else the game wouldn't read so you had to like leave it on the edge of like the thing and then when you push it down you had to hope that the game didn't snap the 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 front of the nintendo off because that's how far you had to leave it out and then it was like <laughs> and then it made this loud thud noise and you're like oh that didn't sound good but hey i'm playing mario 2 now so i guess it doesn't matter uh, and then like <laughs> finally like f- six five or six years ago my cousin and i went and bought new pens for my Nintendo, and now it works like it's brand new. So, uh, but yeah, man, for like twenty years, I had to slam down these carts into this Nintendo, and I was, every time I was like, man, I hope this doesn't break. This is it. This is the one. <laughs> nope. Okay, time to make the most out of this uh, Ninja Gaiden Two run. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man, good times, good times. Yeah. Now, now I just have this little mini one that Edward got me and. I just have to plug it in, and it works. Yay!
1: And must have done Nintendo games are on my Wii and Wii U.
0: Yeah, that too. So. And soon Switch, hopefully. Uh, yes. I did notice, though, on my 3DS, because... I don't know, Ed, if I've told you this recently. And by that, I mean I've told you every episode for the last three weeks. I'm, rekind- <laughs> I'm rekindling my love for my 3DS. Yes! And... I've noticed I have almost a complete library of Super Nintendo and NES titles on there. Hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of first nice. console games on here. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't have my new th- yeah, I don't have my new 3DS yet, so I don't have those games just yet. Oh, no. But I played them so many times that
0: I'm not missing anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I can't wait for them to come on Switch, though. I'm not going to lie to you and yes i'm really thinking about getting one of those new 2ds's man they look cool the black ones they
1: really yes they really look sexy uh i know it's out in japan um
0: yeah japan got the or japan or europe or something got a white one with orange trim
1: japan did yeah i think they got the right they got the right orange one uh And I gotta uh, hit this one person up on Twitter, uh, John Ricciardi from Eight Four Play. I gotta hit him up, and I'm like, you know, I hope hopefully give he give thoughts on Eight Four Play podcast. I really want to hear what he thinks about it, Um, because I'm very interested. I I might get that instead of the new 3DS. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm still trying to figure out, like, do I do I still get the new 3DS, or do I go to the new 2DS? Because oh. they do still the same thing, I just don't go, most of my games I don't play in 3D.
0: Yeah, I don't, that's why I want to do it, is because, like, it'll prolong the life of my 3DS library, yeah. just because, like, the system will be newer, and it'll save right. all that, like, think of the battery life that thing's gonna save by not having the 3D in it, like, man like i could i mean i yes. just i think it's a smart move like if you have the money to to toss at it because like i don't know if i'd keep my 3ds but i would definitely use the new the new 2ds and not fool around with the 3d and maybe like maybe i would trade my 3ds in for some games or something you know so
1: well not not me i can't trade my in trade mines and mine's the limited edition zelda one. one oh and it, no, it has don't get rid of that yeah. It has the link between worlds and I'm just like this has to stay right there. Yeah. So, I mean, but I need, I need a new 3D uh a new uh, DS system. So, I might pick up the 2DS later on down the line. Yeah. It's just
0: like, yeah, uh, I was watching the uh I was watching the giant bomb unboxing of the new 2DS cuz they got them in early for review uh-huh. and stuff and it was just like, man, that that is a sexy looking system. The only thing I'm a little worried about and they've pointed it out multiple times is that the top screen is a little loose and they said that they thought maybe it was just the demo units that they were playing on at e3 but they uh-huh. they got the one and it was a little flimsy at the top and i'm a little bit worried but like all my ds's tops are flimsy so it's like I'm not really gaining anything there but you know right got it got, got to plug it in right now because after this show plants fire emblem Ooh, yes! Because, I, let me tell you, let me tell you, friend of show, Ray Osorio, of Nerd Overdrive, has gotten me back into the Fire Emblem cake. Because <laughs> we've, we've been chatting back and forth once in a while about Fire Emblem Heroes on the phone, and then the last time he was on this show? This show, maybe? In GR, I don't know. One of these shows, he was playing the new one for 3DS, and I'm like, I guess i'll get it and i got it i was like this is a really interesting take on fire emblem because it's like it's like fire emblem but then there's an exploration element to it and there's dungeon crawling elements uh-huh. to it and i'm like Ooh, i'm gonna get sucked right back in and i wish this was on switch and then that thing popped up that amazon spain posted uh fire Emblem fates complete for switch and then they took it down and then they were using fan art and for the cover so that makes it even worse because it's like now it's definitely not real and they got my hopes up really high uh-huh. yeah yeah <laughs> long story short I'm on a firearm kick again
1: see see I'm not I, I got the game I'm not ready to jump in it because of Dragon Quest 8 like I'm I'm <sighs> playing that game almost every day on 3ds grinding and trying to get further into the game uh but yeah, I really want to jump into I really want to jump into Fire Emblem because I I it's real it's crazy because I got to play that one and I still got to play uh Conquest yeah um
0: yeah I you know and try to work there I played Birthright and I like I loved Birthright and then right after I gosh I probably put like sixty something hours into Birthright and like I loved mm-hmm. it and then I went to Conquest. And it's just not the same that conquest is definitely the more old school fire emblem where like you better just have tactics and you better just go there's no grinding, there's no anything you just play the level, and if you die you you're screwed like you're done, yeah, you're just done, so I'm not that good at fire emblem to say okay look i i I will admit it, I can't play fire emblem unless I can grind and let me tell you, I bet 40 of my 60 hours of Fire Emblem Birthright was <laughs> grinding. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be so powerful. I just one-hit everybody, and that's basically what I did, and it was great. That's how I won to yeah. my Fire Emblem. And, uh, you know, so far, I'm not too far into it, but I don't see any of the relationship stuff that I really liked about Fire Emblem in this, which kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's like, this is a remake of a game that we didn't get here, and they just added a lot of cool elements to it, Uh, right? And like, there's they have s- such cool animation in this game, and it's like, I want to see this in HD on my Switch on my TV. Like, <laughs> I bet, like honestly, like I cannot, like this just makes me excited for Fire Emblem Wars and the Fire Emblem next year for Switch. Uh-huh. It's like, I cannot wait to see this animation on my TV.
1: They have to have animated Mm cutscenes. Like I, there's something about Nintendo's animations. Like when they like, if if you even look at the Star Fox uh, Zero little short that they did, everybody got hyped about it because the animation was so good, and everybody's just like, "I would take a TV series of this."
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would. Well, there's that rumor that the the. The Castlevania Netflix series, the guy that, that did yeah. that wants to do Metroid and Star Fox. So, that's, that's like... Yeah, that I good.
1: heard about that.
0: Which, I... We'll see how his Assassin's Creed project goes, and we'll see how a second season of Castlevania is. But, like, I don't know. He, I mean, I haven't watched Castlevania yet, but by all accounts, people are saying that it's one of the best video, video game adaptations anybody's done. Not that the bar is super high. But, like, I don't know. I heard it's good. But, well, uh, anyways, back to a- animation. Sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: No, because I was going to talk about, well, I'm like, there really wasn't besides Mario, Legend of Zelda, Donkey Kong had the CG, uh, Pac-Man used to have a cartoon back in the 80s, uh, which I still can't believe he had. Um, uh, that's the first video game, Chef Boy R.D., uh, food i used to eat <laughs> um let's see Captain the in uh really can't say turtles because that was just it was a comic book by itself before it turned into a video game um but yeah and uh and kirby and Sonic the hedgehog
0: yeah oh that kirby cartoon was on else, for a long time
1: yeah yeah, because everything else like Fatal Furry, Tekken, uh, those and Samurai Showdown, those was like anime movies. Mm-hmm. So they weren't like TV shows or anything like that.
0: Yeah, uh, but anyways, Fire Emblem's a good time, and it's yeah. kind of rekindled my love for 3DS. Uh, but you know, I played I guess we'll get into what we've been playing. Then I guess since that's what we're talking about already, but uh, but. I played the Splatfest for splatoon 2 um a lot of people have been asking me about splatoon because all my friends have switches now that didn't get a wii u and they're like we're hearing a lot of good things about this splatoon game have you played it i'm like yeah i played it like three years ago when it came out on wii u and it was awesome and guess what splatoon's still awesome (laughs) yeah uh they did a lot of cool things though a lot of like quality of life things uh you know in terms of of just the way it handles uh, the way you know changing the the way you're able to change like this the splat roller for example like you can now do horizontal mm-hmm. and vertical swipes uh, so that's cool that when you have the dualies, you have the dodge roll which is really cool I wish they would have added the dodge roll to everyone uh, you know maybe put a cooldown timer on it you know, because like that mechanic is really cool and really helps you know get out of the way. Like that, that is a cool mechanic that I wish every weapon type had. But uh, you know, it's it's really cool. The new maps are cool. Uh, I really like the new characters that have kind of replaced Callie and Marie, uh, even though I do miss them. But you know, that's what the campaign's all about—trying to find them. My, I'm yeah. Uh, I'm I think right. So uh, you know, Splatfest was cool can't wait for that game on friday it's gonna be awesome just saying
1: yes i i'm so looking for it and it's funny i haven't got the game yet in my job so i'm assuming it's coming this week uh and we haven't got the controllers yet for uh um, i need
0: i need one of those controllers i just i want the pink and green controller i, I just want it really bad and they're out of stock on amazon Uh, You know, GameStop didn't take pre-orders for it, so I'm just like, "Ah." if not, I'll just get it. I'll just get another black one. It's fine, whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, So yeah, I'm looking forward to it when I get my Switch. Uh, Working on getting one, everybody. Uh, Definitely Splatoon. uh, Definitely Zelda. Bomberman. Like pretty much everything that I've been missing, I'll slowly be getting onto the system (laughs) with some indie games. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, and I cannot, I cannot wait till you come up here because I've decided. All right, so (laughs) I've decided that we are going to do a really hyper productive, hyper production version of Nintendo Power Block. We're going to do maybe one or two episodes. um, Yes, you know, with the with the HD camera, with the mixer, with the microphones, all all the stuff, all the stuff, and it's going to be awesome. And so I decide we're going to do that. We're going to have like the Amiibo lined up on the table. We're gonna, we're just, gonna, uh-huh. we're just going to do it, and we're going to do it right, and we're going to do it awesome. And you have to bring yes, a switch. Yes, I can't it's wait. Gonna be awesome, it's going to be awesome. Yes. Uh, yes i i am going
1: to be bringing my switch i real have some games and i'll probably end up buying some games well when i'm with you when we go on our little adventure that morning
0: yeah we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be filming that too we're gonna do a special power block from the line of uh of uh toys, <laughs> toys R us trying to get that super nintendo <laughs> so uh, facebook live facebook live yes
1: oh that should be very interesting
0: yeah it's gonna be awesome uh, uh, oh, by the way, before I forget, the Power Block has an official email address now, so if you want to email us your questions ah! without yes! trying to find the thread in the Facebook groups, <laughs> it's nintendopowerblock at gmail.com. That's the email. Yay! If you want to email us with your comments, your concerns, your questions, that's where it's at. Just want to just want to yes. make the official announcement that the email address is finally up, so
1: yeah so guys please send us comments send us game requests you know let us know what you guys think about the show mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah do interact with us yeah and Ed and I are going to do some Nintendo themed let's play and podcast this week which I'm really excited for
1: yes
0: um, yes so uh, maybe maybe tomorrow well okay so behind the scenes stuff we're recording this episode on Sunday night so and we usually record on Monday mornings so maybe tomorrow during our normal podcast time we can do some let's play and podcasts yes i think that sounds like a solid idea maybe yes so uh yeah
1: yeah that should that should be able to work
0: oh i'm glad we're talking about you know what we're doing instead of (laughs) nintendo right now but but it's cool uh yeah Uh,
1: unfortunately i still have to buy my elegato for my uh U and my switch uh but yeah, a, we need to do a pilot play because um uh, it's so funny. My one of my friends in uh England, he just he picked up um Tomb Raider, Rise of the uh well Rise of the Tomb Raider for PS four and I messaged him I'm just like this game is so much better than uh Uncharted Four. Is,
0: uh, is it Alan? Is it Alan?
1: No, it's oh. it's someone completely different, you don't even okay. know. Yes. we gotta
0: we got get alan on the show though i messaged him a couple weeks ago um uh, he he was on a couple of our old 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 content from a long time ago when he was trying to start up full fat gaming but like we need to get him on the show too because oh he he might rival you as one of the biggest nintendo fans ed i it's that would be a fascinating conversation
1: oh I welcome it. I welcome the discussion. I welcome the discussion and you sit back with some popcorn and a monster. It's yep, that's, it. that's, that's pretty much <laughs> what I'm going
0: to do. You
1: moderate. That's
0: pretty much <laughs> what I'm going to do. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to intro the show. And I guarantee you guys will just... So, Alan's, Alan's good people. I, I love it. Oh, should... If he... Oh, you... If
1: he say that he is in love with The Legend of Zelda 2, we're going to start off that conversation on how wrong he is.
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody likes Zelda 2.
1: Oh, I I talked to the... Uh, when I talked to the developers of Shovel Knight, uh, Jakob Glaze. we got into that discussion uh, between uh, Castlevania 2 and uh, Link 2, and it's hilarious. I don't think... Uh, larry posted it but uh i'll have to send you the link i'll have to let you listen to it because you're going to fall out and it's like only 60 minutes that we talked about it but it was such a good conversation dude like (laughs) like it was it's so good uh and it's funny because the same he did make a point that the same argument i made for the uh link two. uh he made for castlevania too and all we can do is bust
0: out laughing it's so good Oh man, that's funny, uh, man. Ed, let's yes! get into, let's get into some Nintendo. What's happening this week? What happened? What is happening?
1: Oh goodness, what is what is happening? Um, a lot has happened. A lot of games got announced. Um, uh, the Jack Party Box wanted 2, uh, That's coming to Switch. And I'm just like, oh wow! That's, that's um, solid. And I think those so... games are fun.
0: Have you ever played the? I've never tried. Oh, it's they're they're just like, they're dumb party games, but I mean they're fun. They're they're good, dumb like good dumb, not like dumb dumb. You know, they're good dumb, mm-hmm. and and fun to to play when there's people that don't necessarily play video games a whole lot. Uh, but you know, they're just fun yeah
1: so um we didn't get a chance to uh talk about this one um or maybe we did I don't know uh the, the one of the uh, creators not creators, one of the developers who make lawbreakers um his reason of why that game is not coming to switch is because he said the switch doesn't have enough buttons yeah. like the playstation 4 and everybody on twitter and even i think uh people at his job tweeted at him and showed them pictures to be like these have the same buttons as the playstation 4
0: yeah i mean like i get it like i understand like people try to like get like just try to have this really proper pr answer or whatever but like yeah if you're if your game's not coming to switch just say it like people aren't gonna be mad like like, there, there's a certain technical limitation to some of these games that just can't happen on the Switch, and that's fine. But just right, just say it. Like, don't come out and BS us with these stupid answers. Like, oh, the controller doesn't have enough buttons. What? The PS4 has 15 buttons, and so does the Switch. Like, the only thing that's different is the touchpad in the middle. And I guarantee you that doesn't do anything for PS4. And even yes. even then the switch has a start and select button which the playstation doesn't have so if you want to implement buttons like here's your select button that you can use for the touchpad like just
1: yeah it it was a
0: bonehead like lawbreakers looks like a really cool game and i actually do kind of want to try it out on ps4 like it looks like it's taking this weird interesting take on what overwatch is and adding like uh, somebody compared it to like overwatch meets minecraft in terms of like you're grinding for materials to upgrade your stuff during this match and stuff and like it sounds like a cool idea i don't know how much i'd have actually play it because like i don't really care for competitive multiplayer but like it sounds like a cool idea but like that game does some stuff with gravity and requires a lot of back-end horsepower that you don't really necessarily see on screen But, like, on the back end, you'll see that, like, you know, PS4 and, you know, PCs can run. But probably not the Switch. And that's fine. But just come out and say it, man. I'm so tired of these developers coming out and saying, well, maybe. Like, like the, the other example is, like, Kingdom Hearts had a new trailer this week drop, right? Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes. And, like, that game looks freaking beautiful. I can't wait for Kingdom Hearts. I'm a huge Disney fan. I don't really care about the the Kingdom Hearts ish thing, but i I do want to play it because I'm a huge Disney fan you know and like and, and like and that I, game looks amazing and the toy story and Marvel I can't wait for off. it to come out. Yeah, because
1: I want that game. Like, I've been crying for that game. I've been upset for the Kingdom Hearts games because I just wanted to play the the regular three games. Like, mm-hmm. I think they're really good games. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to three. I just I don't like all, all the backstory stuff that they just yeah. try to the, throw on Nintendo.
0: Yeah, the only thing, like, the only games you really need to play in that series is to get the whole, like, story. And, like, mm-hmm. and, and none of them are on Nintendo. Like, 1 and 2 for sure and then birth by sleep which is basically kingdom hearts 0 like those right. are the three games you need to play in the series and like the other ones are just kind of like throwaway games retelling like i would argue out of all of the the side stories for kingdom hearts chain of memories is probably has the most story because you learn about organization 13 and like you mm-hmm. learn about all the members and stuff but even then it's like you still they still recap all that in two like like you know in in chain of memories you learn about nobodies you learn about roxas and nominee and like all that kind of stuff and like i i was a really big kingdom hearts nerd like 10 years ago 15 years ago now at this point probably but like you know that that trailer dropped and there was a interview uh and they asked if the game would be coming to switch and they said maybe it's a possibility but it would be a long ways after it came to xbox one and ps4 like don't don't give people false hope because you know that game's not coming to switch like i'm sorry like i right as, as much as i would love that game on switch and if it comes to switch you can bookmark this episode and say hi i told you so but like this game's not coming to switch and if it's not coming don't don't just don't give fans hope that's not there and like you know unreal 4 they're using unreal engine 4 which is easily ported to switch and which would be another thing to like say okay maybe this has a better chance than say you know lawbreakers but like if this game is too like if it requires more power just don't just don't even put it out there just say no we're not considering it right now like it's not it's not what we're working on right now like
1: yeah, and and this, to me, the sad thing about it is that Kingdom Hearts 3 has fallen to a place where it has to prove itself that the weight was worth it. Because if this if Kingdom Hearts 3 does not live up to this weight that we've been having for this game, it won't matter if it come to Switch. Mm-hmm. If nobody is not going to be playing it. Now, if it does come to Switch, that's going to guarantee more sales for it. And it will probably shock Square Enix that, uh, oh, wow, this game really did sell well on Switch. You know, we're, we're if and hopefully they show Square Enix that the one game that they're releasing for Switch and their new uh, the last something, uh, the last fear. Mm-hmm. Um, when that comes out for Switch, I hope that shows Square Enix that if you put your role playing games on the system People are willing to buy it because they want to play this whole game on the go on their long trips. We're getting into the holiday season. You know, kids, kids are still well, not holiday season, I should say. Um, Around this time, kids are getting ready to go back to school, Mm -hmm. you know, and they want to set stuff up well what if they can't have a big tv and you know really bring their playstation 4 and stuff if they got a switch that's easy and compatible to not only play on their trip there but can easily set up in a dorm room people are going to be wanting to play your games on that system
0: but anyways sorry um but yeah i'm just i'm tired of these these answers and like you know the switch is a cool portable device and like you know it was it's a device that i would have killed to have when i went to college 10 years ago like just to lay in my dorm room and and play games like that instead of lugging a huge tv around and like you know these big boxes and stuff like i would have killed to have a switch and like to play games like that on switch would be great and like I mean, not that we don't have great games on Switch already, like, like Zelda and, and ARMS and Mario Kart and you know Splatoon's coming, and we're getting a whole slew of games this fall, which we've talked about thousands of times on the show. But to have a strong game like Kingdom Hearts would, I think, would benefit the Switch. Like I, It would benefit that game to have it on Switch, and that's one of the rare titles I think would actually benefit from being on the Switch because people want to grind RPGs like sitting on their couch while they're doing something else, you know. It's it's one of those things where uh, you know, I am Satsuna is a good example, like, you know, yes. it's, it's in that same vein of, you know, square RPGs, you know, where people want to sit and grind while they're watching TV or, you know, it's it's something to do while you're doing something else, is grinding in an RPG. And the Switch is perfect for that. You know, we've talked about it a thousand times. This is Nintendo has made a killing on portable RPGs, you know, with the DS right. and the 3DS, and now Switch, presumably, right? So, to to miss a big one like this is like kind of it kind of sucks. I mean, and, and especially when it's on an on an engine that's been proven to work on Switch. Yes, you know, it's it's that kind of thing, and I know it's going to take extra work, and like, you know, maybe six months after it comes out on xbox one and ps4 maybe we'll get it in the spring at some point you know maybe we will get it but like yeah it's just it's kind of a bummer and and i'm not usually i'm not usually one to complain that we're not getting games on switch because like it's understandable some sometimes it's understandable but like this is just one of those it's just like man
1: well it's it's weird that you know a lot of people are asking the developers you know is this are your game coming to switch and then they'll give them an answer and you know a lot of people a lot of nintendo people have already come to the terms with just like okay we understand but then the games that we don't expect that's getting announced for Switch, everybody's getting excited about and it's just like oh new game from from this developer or this publisher got announced for switch oh now i'm interested in getting that game and so it looks like when these journalists go talk to these bigger companies and they make their reply or give their answer about their version of of a game coming to switch not not happening there's like two or three other companies that's announcing games for the switch and everybody is like ready to support that and market that. So it, it looks like once again, if third party don't get their stuff together, it doesn't matter if your game come to Switch or not. Everybody's going to be supporting the games that do come to Switch that came out of from nowhere.
0: Mhm.
1: Yeah. And that's where the money's going to be made at. Mhm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's just weird, but you know we are getting really cool indie games we're getting a lot of strong support from nintendo this fall so hmm. uh, you know and, and this game isn't coming out till next year so maybe it'll be something you know they did give a release date but uh there are a lot of games coming out for switch and 3ds soon and and there's a there's a cool game that i talked to you before the show started. yes it was uh it's called the last five minute or what hold on i need to let me let me get this right before people start, you know, the longest, the, last five, the longest, the five, longest five, five minutes, the longest five minutes. And yeah. this is an indie game that, you know, it's not it's not coming out till spring of next year. But the concept is uh, basically you're in the final boss fight of this big, long RPG. This is how the game starts and you get hit by the boss and the main character gets amnesia forgets how to use his weapons forgets how to use you know his his special attacks uh forgets his powers and all that kind of stuff and your party members kind of are trying to talk you through it and and you know you play the game through these flashbacks and and Mm -hmm. you know that's how you gain your powers back that's how you gain your weapons back that's how you gain everything back as you play through these flashbacks and you know It's it's the game. The whole game takes place through flashbacks, but it also takes place in the final five minutes of an epic RPG. Uh, It's pixelated kind of top down type thing. Uh, So uh, about the game, I'm I'm just going to read this description real quick. Your memories shape the present. The choices you make in your memories will affect the story in the present. Change the outcome based on how you remember the games, the things in your flashback. A uh, heartwarming tale of bravery, lighthearted heart, light comedy, and heartfelt storytelling intermingle and ascend up to the best five minutes of a modern classic. Uh, a love letter to classic RPGs from the 16-bit style to retro inspired music this game was made by fans of rpgs for you to enjoy young and old so i mean it looks it looks super cool i recommend you check out a trailer it, it looks fantastic yes. i mean like it looks it looks like a mix between like final fantasy 3 for super nintendo and kind of earth y, where like when you travel through the towns and stuff your 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 party members follow you but like the turn-based battle system looks really cool, uh, so like the early uh, Dragon Warrior, and because they
1: were called Dragon Warrior before Dragon Quest right. became their name, in, uh exactly. here in America, uh, and even further than that, Fantasy, Fantasy Star. But uh, I was watching the trailer, and it just hit me. I was just like, "This is Turbo sixteen all together," mm-hmm. like. Like, I didn't get Super Nintendo vibes from it because Super Nintendo had a a, a look and a style to them. But TurboGrafx 16, I'm down for mm-hmm. with their RPGs. And this looked like it would have fit that system. So, uh, while looking at the trailer, I was just like, yeah, I would pay $15 for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, which I'm probably going to pay. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's coming physically too to switch for 30 bucks so uh
1: ooh yes
0: so like i mean it's it's going to be 14.99 i think digitally on all platforms but if you want it physically mm. for switch you'll probably get some little tchotchkes and stuff like uh kind of cave story or poo poo tetris where you get a cool keychain or whatever so i would love for it
1: to come with the cape from the game Mm -hmm. i
0: think that would be so cool
1: like a little handkerchief cape or something like that
0: yeah uh but yeah man that game looks cool i i am very picky about what indies i play but that game is definitely one of the games that you should be looking out for it looks super cool so uh what else what else is coming there's something else i saw that was coming too um Uh.
1: So everybody, uh, just to let you know, you could go actually on Destructoy for this one. Um, I haven't got a chance to actually read it. It seems to be uh, affinity uh, item duplication for Breath of the Wild, like a glitch that allows that. Um, but you do need the new DLC, and you could read that story on Destructoid to uh, find out more about it. I just seen it, and I'm just like, oh. Oh
0: okay. yeah, it's that. It's the. Uh, it's like this glitch where you can pick up the same Korok seed like infinite amount of times and you can get like use that glitch to max out your uh, inventory space so um yeah but you need to download the DLC to have that glitch so uh get it before it gets patched I guess yeah Um, oh uh something else Rayman Legends Definitive Edition has has a release date for September 12th um you know, if you didn't buy it on the 97 other platforms it's on. Uh, you can get it on Switch, which I'm going to be playing it on Switch. Because that game is so it's good. game is so oh, good. It's literally...
1: You have to get to see this game in motion. I have it for Wii U. And I'm super stoked that it's coming to Switch. Because it's, it's automatic rebuy. I love this game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's the... It's the best platformer outside of a Mario platformer I think I've ever played. Like, the music levels where you run to the beat of the music and you time your jumps with the beat of the music. It is so... Perfection. Gosh, it's so good. And, like, I almost wish they would package Origins in with this one just Ah. because, like, both of them... Because, like, Origins is great. Yes. And I have it on 3DS, and let me tell you, it plays great on 3DS... But Legends is I would put it up there with some of the best Mario games, honestly. It is so good. It is the attention to detail in the levels, the way you jump, the ability to like move through the levels without stopping is just like oh, it's it's Okay. Mm.
1: Question for you If they would you uh if they said the game is hidden, like Origins was hidden in the game, and you just gotta be like meet a certain requirement and it unlocks the game, would that add more value to the game, or did oh, you yeah. just want Origins to come out?
0: Oh, I mean, I I don't care either way. Like, if Origins was hidden, you had to do like a perfect run through Legends, like I would do it just to get Origins. Yes. But like you know, I there's there's very few games I want. Well, I mean, there, I would like every game ported to, to Switch, but like on the short list of games that like I would really, really want ported to Switch, you know, we've talked about Bayonetta a ton. Yes. Uh, you know, I think Don- the Donkey Kong Country Returns games, both of them, would be perfect for Switch. But the other set of games would be Rayman Origins and Legends, and you know they announced Rayman Legends a while ago for Switch. But, you know, we didn't know if we were going to get it like this year or not. And finally, we have a release date. It's just great. Oh, so excited.
1: Uh, Dude, September. August is September and October is packed, dude.
0: I know, right?
1: Like, this is bonkers. Like, I I know you have a list of games, (laughs) but I think we probably have to redo the list and, like, update on games that's coming out. Like, it is literally
0: crazy for nintendo for physical and digital yeah let me try to find let me try to find these that my list here for for the 97th time on this show um so for switch the big the big the big big games for switch you know july is splatoon august is Marin and Rabbids and sonic mania september is rayman legends hokin tournament and then you got your sports games in nba 2k and fifa 18 and then october is battle chasers it's super mario odyssey and then november is probably gonna
1: is um is wwe in october
0: it just said for switch it just has a fall release okay yeah so we have a fall release for that but uh November's the big question right now. We think we th- I th- I think I think we think that Fire Emblem Warriors is gonna be the November game, and then Xenoblade mm-hmm. will be the December game. Uh and then you got Skyrim in November and you know Rhyme somewhere in there. So like Switch is super packed, and then you still have Metroid and Pokemon for three DS.
1: It not that um that ubisoft uh starlink is that coming up this year or next next year year?
0: it says 2018 next year yeah because there was an article on uh, nintendo today about starlink actually that i was going to get to next uh it's pretty much skylanders meets no man's sky with a cool battle system uh it looks super interesting but i wonder how much of this game you can play without actually buying the ships, you know. I I will probably buy one ship, and add parts to it, but I don't want to have to have like seventy five different ships to play through, like, you know, all this content because like, Skylanders, you had to buy the toys to play through some of the content, and that's not how I want to yes. play this game. Uh, you know, I want to buy the the things because they look cool, not because I need them. Uh, so which was part of the issue with disney infinity i just happened to be a huge disney fan so i bought them all <laughs> so <laughs> oh, man but uh anyways uh starlink looks like uh it says looks like skylanders mixed with no man's sky uh there there was a quote here that i wanted to read um this is completely proprietary technology built from the ground up by the team at Ubisoft Toronto. We assembled a team of experts from the toy industry and games industry to work to work hand in hand to make something that is completely instantaneous. Uh, so when you connect that part, it immediately appears in the gra- game. It's incredible. It's incredibly flexible technology. You can stack parts. You can reverse them if you want to put the weapons to shoot backwards, uh, to shoot someone that's chasing you, and you can combine different pilots, each of which has a different unique special ability and a skill that you can upgrade through their own story. So, you know, it sounds super cool. Uh, It's very important for us to be extremely player-friendly in what we're offering. We want people to buy the collectibles because they think the collectibles are amazing, not because they need to buy them to play through parts of the game the modular play gives you all these cool creative things to do and build but we don't want to force you into buying them you can complete the entire game with just the starter pass even if you are a minimalist uh you don't want more stuff on your shelves you can even get digital versions of all the parts you can play the entire game digitally which is something we are also very proud of Uh, To me, the Nintendo Switch is an absolutely perfect match for Starlink. The the modularity of the console is a match made in heaven for the modularity of Starlink. We're super excited about the possibility of going to connect custom controller mounts to the Joy-Con, playing on your TV, and then taking them on the go, or you have your full access of digital library parts you own. Uh, So it sounds like all the parts are coming with digital codes, too, for the Switch version specifically, uh, so you don't have to take the toys with you um so yeah really cool i'm i the more i read about this game and the more i see of it the more excited i am about it uh you know it's just it's just one of those games man that you're just like it seems interesting and then you watch a trailer and you're like oh well this battle system's kind of cool oh well you can fly to different planets so that seems cool it just looks cool man ubisoft is really killing it
1: yes it's 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 one of those konami games i mean konami situations that if 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 right ubisoft might get back into the good hands of gamers
0: yeah and that's speaking a lot i i really think there's like two sides of ubisoft right like There's there's the there's the assassin's creed tom clancy side where it's like Okay, we're putting out this game because these games appeal to a mass audience and we need them to make money and you know we can interchange these systems into each of these games and nobody will notice even though we all notice right but then you get this creative side of ubisoft which is like rayman which is starlink which is child of light which is valiant hearts like you get these really cool experiences from ubisoft like even the first beyond good and evil at some point right and like These are the games These are the games that I want to see on Switch. And like not that not that like having the division in Assassin's Creed is bad or anything. Like I I want those games to exist too, but like a game like this really shows like I feel like Ubisoft takes a different approach to games than EA and Activision, and it's stuff like this that's why.
1: Right. It's it's like I always say, it when a game feels weird and quirky, but it grabs people interest, sometimes that works as a guaranteed sale. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that guaranteed sale will get you good press, get you good talk, good discussion with people. So that's more good sales leading up because if Starlink is a success whether it's an 8 or a 9, and you know, people are buying the toys like they're reasonable, like reasonably priced. That's good for Ubisoft mm-hmm. on all accounts. And it's going to, I feel like it's going to sell well if there's a lot of switches that's coming out. It's going to sell well on Nintendo than it will on the other systems.
0: Yeah, I f- like I feel like this is a game specifically built with Switch in mind. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know it's coming out on the other platforms, but the way they talk about modularity and the way that the Switch is pretty modular in terms of like, Oh, I can just put the screen on the table and play it with the joy con separated, or I can play with the pro controller on the TV, or I can take it on an airplane with the joy cons attached. Like the way they talk about modularity and the way they kind of focus building these ships around that modularity. Yeah. is pretty cool. Like that's, that's something that, you know, like EA isn't really taking with, with FIFA or something, you know, like, it's it's kind of a straight up port where like this kind of seems like yeah we built it specifically for Switch and and we're releasing on the other platforms as well as instead of the other way around. So Right. Oh it's so cool. Oh this game looks so good. You this trailer like just oh, it's so cool. Like the planets and stuff are super cool. Like it's I mean it's nowhere near as big as No Man's Sky. Let's I'm not trying to like say that, but it has that feel of what that game maybe wanted to be and never Uh became you know so it's gonna be cool yes Yes. i can't
1: wait it's it's one of the games that uh uh, me and larry talked about that we're definitely gonna probably pick up that we're very interested in so 2018 yeah yeah I'm, i'm down for it
0: yes oh man ah, so many good games Sorry. Yes. But,
1: dude, I'm still hyped about that Rayman
0: <laughs> definitive. Like I, know. I
1: like oh,
0: uh, I know. It's it's cool, man. I'm uh, I just I want some cool like I'm really excited to get into this fall because like I want to play my Switch more. And like even though mm-hmm. I've played all these little indie games, like I want a another media experience like Zelda, right? I want another right. like Grind, not like grindy experience in terms of like like zelda but like another meaty experience like Rayman or you know because like within two weeks of each other we're getting mario and rabbits and then we're getting Rayman like those are two massive games that i'm super yes. excited for you know yes gosh and those like oh <laughs> dude it's it like li- like these games, can i tell you these games actually oh go ahead gory oh i was gonna be like like you know the game this fall before before e3 the game this fall i was most excited to play and the game i thought i was gonna play and not get anything else until mario odyssey was destiny 2 and now all these games were announced and are coming out with the release dates and stuff and i'm like i'm not gonna have time to play destiny like i got all these other (laughs) nintendo games to play i don't know well it's it's funny
1: that you mentioned it because without me even thinking about it, the beta for
0: Destiny and Splatoon releases this Friday. Right. That's insane. Well, I think, uh, I think Destiny beta releases. I think it was just, for PS for PS4, it's out when this episode posts, and then yes. the Xbox beta is tomorrow. So. Right.
1: But that's only for people who did a pre-sale. Right. The whole open beta for everybody starts this Friday the 21st. Right. But Splatoon is also out. Mm-hmm. So it's just like
0: Yeah. It's, it's it's a huge day for shooters. So it's it's a really good day for everybody. Yeah. And like I I've become less and less hyped on Destiny 2 the more like because like I me and my friends have already decided like a we're moving from PS4 to Xbox One, um, mm-hmm. you know, and B like, we're going to play it way more casually than we were playing Destiny 1. Like, we just, like, there's so many other games we want to play. Like, you know, Joey's playing, Joey's a hardcore Final Fantasy 14 player, right? And yes, when De- the week after Destiny 2 comes out is another major Final Fantasy 14 patch, which adds hard modes to his raids. So he's going to be playing Final Fantasy 14 three nights a week rating and like, you know, there's just so many other paths that people are taking and games that they love. And like, you know, I find myself wanting to play switch more and and do more in the handheld space where Uh like, you know, three years, I'm in a different place than I was two years ago when the Taken King came out or three years ago when destiny came out. Right. Like I don't have the time to spend on that anymore. (laughs) And so, like, all these, like, bite-sized games or handheld games that are coming, like, you can play a level of Rayman Legends in probably two or three minutes, right? And you can knock out three three or four levels in a 20-minute span and be like, okay, I feel like I accomplished something. Let's go out to dinner or let's go see a movie or whatever, like, you know, uh, because, you know, my wife doesn't really care that I'm playing video games. Like, it's cool that I can play them when she's sitting next to the couch. It's like... Like, what I, like, when we were talking earlier and we were watching that awful show, like, <laughs> it was like, you know, I can sit there and play my Switch on, on the couch while we're watching TV, but, like, <laughs> I can't play Destiny while we're watching TV, you know? Like, it's just, everybody's in a different place in their life, I guess is what I'm trying to say, without trying to ramble. And, like, it's just, the Switch is... It's the blog I've been working on for probably two months now. And like trying to word it perfectly is really starting to grind. And like, (laughs) you know, but it's like the perfect is device for where I'm at in my life right now. You know, like I got married six, seven, eight months ago at this point, nine months ago, October, whatever, October, I can't do math right now. You know, you know, we're going to try to start having kids soon. Like, you know we're looking into maybe buying a house in the next year or two like all these things like I I don't have the time that I had when I was 20 years old right I don't have the time to sink into Destiny anymore and like the Switch is giving me the the option to play games in a different way that fits my lifestyle And, and it's such a good thing and which I think is why it's popular with you know young adults now is like you know, people are always on the go. People always have to be going somewhere, doing something. Like, you know, my friend. Like, everybody made fun of the the rooftop party when in the commercial, right? Well, guess what my friends did the other day. Oh, they threw a party, and guess what? They had a switch there. They were playing one two switch. They were playing Mario Kart at a party. Surprise! That stuff is really happening. You know, so like. Yes. This thing, it's 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 one of it's, those devices that people need to get in their hands and then they'll understand, which is why I think it's super popular. Is all the fr- everybody's getting one now, and now it's the week it's the Wii situation, right? People are getting it, they're playing it, they're telling their friends, then their friends want it, yeah. and then you know people like you know parents are gonna want it for Jackbox Party Pack and one-two-switch and, right. you know, whatever the quality-of-life thing that they're working on. So...
1: Like, like my mom is a big Mario player. Like, she's gonna get a Switch to play Mario. Whether it's 2D or 3D, she is a big Mario player. So, like, this is going to appeal to her. Because now, you know, she she can pull a controller out, give it to her grandson, and they both could play the game at the same time.
0: Like, if they ever make a new 2D Mario game, which they will. I would love to Which... see. I would love to see a new Super Mario Brothers on on Switch. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, if that happens, I could just, I could just shut, just my mom's going to shut, to shut it down. Like it's a day one purchase. She's going to have it in the system, and she's going to have half of the game beaten on the first day that she get it. <laughs> and, like she would learn that game inside out. But she's a big Mario player. And this is going to appeal to her because, like, if she's on the go, sometimes her my, uh, my nephew's with her, my nephew's going to be wanting to play the video game with her. So she could be at the doctor's office mm-hmm. and be playing Switch mm-hmm. and showing it off to everybody. Be like, what are you playing? Like, I'm playing Mario <laughs> and I'm having fun. Like, she could do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the, the big thing, too, is, like, you're like, oh, well... You, they didn't really give you a mobile experience for these mobile this mobile game, and it's like, you look at Zelda, right? And that game, right? That game seems so epic in scale and so massive and almost overwhelming on on paper, right? You can knock out two or three shrines in about twenty minutes and be like, I accomplished something in Zelda today, and move on. Like, that's another thing too, is like Nintendo's designing these games around this this device that's like really smart, you know? Yes. Zelda's game design and I'm sure they retooled so much of it so they could have it on Switch at launch, you know, as opposed to their, maybe their original vision for the Wii U version, right? Mhm. You know, they retooled it so much to make a good portable experience out of this massive Zelda game. And like, yeah, it's technically their home console right now and the 3DS is their handheld, but a lot of people are using this as handheld on the train, you know, a lot of people are like yeah. like my brother-in-law is like, I don't even. My dock is still in the box. Like I've never even unpacked it, you know. <laughs> and like Zelda is the perfect example. Arms is a good example of like, yeah, we have this tablet, or you plug it into your dock, or set it on the table or whatever. You get the Joy Cons, and you're using the motion, right? Mario Kart. One round of Mario Kart takes like 15 minutes, right? If you're playing a a, a Grand Prix. And that makes me excited for for Mario Odyssey. Like, how many yes. moons can you me? collect in a 15 to 20 minute span? A 45 minute span? Like, their design for this device is impeccable. And it's just like, ugh. Oh, I, I, like, don't, I don't even know how to describe how my brain is working right now. That's how good I think this device is.
1: I and this might sound funny to everybody or some people might think it's weird i really i'm just thinking i'm like i want to see we fit come back or switch fit or something like one of the fitness games come back from nintendo because i think they could still do more with this thing like take it on the outside and practice yoga you know uh do stuff with the joy cons that get your body moving that will make you lose weight and stuff or even do it at the home like i would love to see something with the switch done like that you know not only can you work out with this game at home you could actually work with the, work with this game on the go mm-hmm. like that would that would literally be cool for it
0: mm-hmm. yeah and like there's there's so many other experiences that are really good on Switch, right? Like we got, we got Cave Story, which is super fun. You know, we got all yes. these good indies. You know, we got I Am Satsuna, which is it's uh. secret, secretly one of the better RPGs in the last probably I don't know fifteen years for a Nintendo console, like. You know i mean we we got bravely default which is an amazing rpg we we have pokemon and stuff but like i am satsuna is such a strong title for switch
1: Uh yeah yeah it is and i i do have to return back to it on playstation 4 but i it's it's a like a automatic buy for me like i'm going to spend the i think it's 30 bucks or 40 bucks on switch Mm -hmm. i think it's 40 um I'm going to pay the $40 because I want to play this game not only on the go because when I go see Corey, I want to play this game, but I really want to hear the soundtrack with my headphones, dude. Like, literally just be like, I I just want to pause the game wherever I'm at and just listen to the music for an hour
0: or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I know we kind of really got off track from, from what we were talking about, but like... It's just this de- this device has kind of changed the way I like to game and enable to game mm-hmm. and like I don't have the luxury to sink thousands of hours into a game that I would like to. But like, then again, I turned around and I'm approaching the the 215 hour mark in Zelda, you know, because yes. because. You know, I I've done almost all the DLC. I'm trying. Gosh, the master, the the trial of the sword is super hard for me. Like, you know, the, I I suck at the combat in Zelda. And, you know, I like I said on on World War One this week. Like, you know, I think the com- like that the strong suits of Zelda is the com- is the ex- exploration and the puzzles, and it's not the combat. Yes. It the combat in Zelda has never been the strong suit in zelda it's always been the puzzles and the exploration and like even though this is better than most other games like it's still not the strong suit and like working my way through that is still super hard and maybe i just suck at games like i don't know it's probably 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 the latter but like you know i'm i'm have i'm still having so much fun with this game 215 hours in and like that's something i couldn't really do with you know you know, it took me, like, two months to beat Rise of the Tomb Raider because I was restricted to the TV, you know? Yes. And, and like, as much as I – gosh, that key art for Shadow of the Tomb Raider had a Nintendo logo on it, which I, I, I really hope that's real. And, like, it's rumored to be, you know, uh, announced at Gamescom, right, the Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And, like mm-hmm. – I really hope that that Nintendo logo on that key art is real because having a Tomb Raider game on Switch would just be freaking amazing. It's, it's like
1: I said earlier, earlier, guaranteed sales. Like, people are going to want to play this game on uh, Switch. And dude, think about Laura Croft somehow exploring a lost dungeon from Zelda. That Nintendo has never put out.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like just I don't don't get me excited. Stop it. Stop
1: I'm, I'm, it. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm literally being real. Since Square Enix got a very good relationship with Nintendo, why not? Literally, why not? Mm-hmm. You 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 got one. Of, you got two good great series. Two best series. Being able to mix together
0: mm-hmm.
1: as Lara Croft, dude. Some Nintendo decide design puzzles mm-hmm. for Lara Croft to explore.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I
1: mean dude, I would literally buy that game. I would pre that game right now at GameStop if that happens. Yeah,
0: I like for real. Like if Tomb Raider like I'm gonna get the next Tomb Raider regardless. Yes. Because I love like I like Definitive Edition for but I love Rise of the Tomb Raider. I that's still Outside of Nintendo, that's the best game of this generation by far for me. Like that is my my game of the generation so far is Rise of the Tomb Raider, and if you haven't played it, you need to go play that game because it is yes. freaking amazing. And like the re release they did last year for PS4 and Xbox One What's with that? all the DLC, all the DLC and stuff. <sighs> yeah, right I'm there, Ed. Let me ed broke himself oh no oh there he is okay uh but like yeah if you haven't played it like on amazon i'm looking at it right now it's (laughs) 29.99 there he goes again breaking himself uh you need to play this game it's yes, gosh it's a it's so good and like i wouldn't even care if they brought the xbox 360 version to to switch just because it doesn't take as much horsepower but just to have that experience on Switch would just be so awesome. Ah, uh, um, yes. So I mean, if they if we get anything like that on Switch, I'm just gonna be like, I'm done. This is it. That's all I need. I need I, this I, and I, I need Bayonetta and I need DMC and I'm good to go.
1: If even yeah, if they even if they release Rise of the Tomb Raider for a Switch, this would be my third version of the copy. Yeah. Like. I'll, that's. I'm just gonna buy it.
0: Yeah, uh, like I, I would totally re-buy it again. Like I, mm, just don't get me excited, Ed. Getting me all excited. Getting me all. I'm just. Uh, ugh. I literally now want uh
1: dungeon in Tomb Raider. Yeah. If it comes to Switch. Yeah.
0: I. Mm, getting me all excited, Ed. And
1: and the thing about it is they could market the playstation 4 4 version all they want to yeah. that could be the leading platform for the game i bet you it was it, it would go on switch because people we going to be like oh uh Lara croft is exploring a, a dungeon let me throw you another one you remember those little eye things and golden silver and pokemon yeah Throw that in, throw that dungeon in, just
0: for historical moments. Ed, you're playing with my heartstrings here. I don't. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know if I I can do this right now.
1: Cause, cause, look, I'm, I'm sorry. If you do Zelda, if you do that Pokemon dungeon, and you throw something from Xenoblade Chronicles, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> Literally it.
0: Did you speaking of Xenoblade Chronicles? Did you see that? after xenoblade 2 comes out they're going to talk about porting x to switch (gasps) yeah yeah there's this they're going to talk about it they're not it's not a guarantee at all but it said they did an interview with time magazine and uh they're talking about the development of xenoblade chronicles 2 and how much easier it was to develop because of uh they already had the framework from xenobay chronicles x with the hd assets and everything and yes and that's it was actually a really good explanation on why this game they could do this game in three years instead of you know four or five whatever the last one was uh you know i'm just gonna read this this these quotes real quick they if you want to look it up go to uh time magazine's website under their game section and there's a big Thing on Xenoblade Chronicles 2 development, but basically they said uh, the ease or speed of developing Xenoblade Chronicles 2 stems a lot from having already created this architecture with the Xenoblade Chronicles X engine. The game portion of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is kind of overlaid on top of the fundamental architecture. Uh, I think that made the biggest contribution on why development went so fast. Uh, And in terms of Switch versus Wii U, another point... Is that we only had to deal with one screen instead of two, so that also made development a lot easier. Uh, later down the uh, article, uh, Time complimented them on Xenoblade Chronicles X and how cool it was to see a full-fledged RPG on Wii U. Uh, and it's uh, they said, uh, I thought Xenoblade Chronicles X was a wonderful game. And also wonderfully different from Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Uh, but it feels like Mario Kart 8 in that which it was constrained by the Wii U's limited audience. Any chance we might see it come to Switch? Uh, and then the translated uh, comment was, Thank you for, your f- for that feedback. We appreciate the high praise on our work. I think we're currently completely focused on creating Xenoblade Chronicles 2. And even after I go back to Japan, I have a mountain of tasks that need to be overcome. But I would love to think about it after the development of Xenoblade Chronicles Two is completed. So there's still that possibility. Uh, the the thing with that would be like how do you get a dual screen experience to fit on one screen? You know, that's that would be like that would be the only hurdle I could really think of in terms of porting it would be like, you know, because the second screen, even though it's not, you know, a really big part of the experience, it's still part of the experience. So, you know. Yeah. Uh, So, but, I mean, we could still get it. I would not say no to another Xenoblade on Switch. You know, I wouldn't say no to Xenoblade Chronicles X on Switch. I wouldn't, like... Anything from Wii U they want to port over to Switch, I am fine with. You know, like like yes, I said, me too. Like I said, we had some people comment. On I don't remember if it was our Facebook group or another one, but it was something like, "Do you?" Th- I think maybe we talked about it here. Was like, would we would Wii U ports hinder the support of the Switch?
1: Yeah, we had that
0: discussion. And like, you know, my big thing is. You know, any way you can have Nintendo's legacy on one platform is a good thing. Like, any way you could get that legacy, everything from Nintendo on one platform, is something that I really want, you know? Right. And like, por- and porting Wii and Wii U titles to Switch, like, I'm all for, you know?
1: Right, and if it's games that people miss because of that platform, and they got a switch i'm like this is the way to make it up this is the way to jump into the conversation that people were having about this game when it came out Mm -hmm. then you'll get a better understanding of why people discuss that particular game whether they like they love it or they hate it or whatever you'll be able to call up to be like, hey, this is why this game exists, and people are talking about it. And you can play that game on the go. Gives another chance for them to uh, miss out on the mistakes or problems that original version had. Right. You know. Right. Uh, so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm like, you know, if, if it's like a sequel to something, like, I wouldn't care so much about getting it ported Like, Say they make Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker two. Like yes, I wouldn't be clamoring for them to be porting the first one, even though like again, I wouldn't be saying no. But like, it'd be easier to digest saying like, okay, people miss the first one, but we're getting a sequel on Switch, so you know people will still get to experience that game. Uh, you know, Bayonetta is a big one. You know, like I would love to see Bayonetta one and two, even if we got three, like ported to Switch. If they made Super Mario Three D World Two, like I wouldn't be clamoring for the first one to be ported to Switch, even though that game's amazing. Uh, yes. So, like, it's almost a case by case basis, but like, Xenoblade Chronicles X, like, even you know, when people are done with Xenoblade Chronicles Two, they're going to be looking to jump into something at least that's going to scratch that itch for them, right? And why, like, why not have Xenoblade Chronicles X waiting for them six months a year down the road? right so you know i mean you know that feeling like every time you complete a game like even if you don't finish the next game like you're looking for that something to still scratch that itch because you still want more you know so uh yeah like like when i played bayonetta 2 i went like after i beat bayonetta 2 i went back and played dmc for a little bit you know because it scratched that itch and i still wanted it so. yeah
1: oh trying What's... to get away from bayonetta 2 is was so difficult dude like actually that in harvard warriors for me was just like and super mario maker mm-hmm. uh like putting those styles and walking away and just be like i need to make a level mm-hmm. i need to punch the demon i i i just need to do this and you pick it up and get rehooked back in
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's like man which r- reminds me when we do arsenal x this week we need to talk about dmc and how good <sighs> that game is because i went back and played it this week i i, play, <laughs> I played i played the first two levels because like uh-huh. you know i don't have the xbox one achievement so i'm like i'm going to go back and try to do this and like oh that game's so good i didn't play tomorrow yeah pro- probably possibly Ah yes, so oh, the game uh, is so good. Yeah. Let's see. I don't know if there's anything else really to talk about this week, but or, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's this episode, I guess. Uh, it's, it's so funny. Uh, we
1: were talking about a Game Boy too, but I think we're gonna come back to that. Yeah. I think we're gonna come back. To that. I I I think what we talked about got us hyped up again. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think that's going to do it for the show. Cause... Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, we need to save some for Friday. And I I do apologize for not having an episode last Friday and breakouts this this week. Uh, something came up that I needed to take care of and didn't have time to record it. But there will be an episode this yes. Friday. Uh, I'm gosh, maybe we'll save. Maybe we should do like a like 64 and Game Boy slash Game Boy Advance classic like what games would go on there and like maybe the possibility of a game boy too
1: <gasps> oh yes
0: so yeah maybe that'll be that maybe that'll be friday's episode uh unless yes. something, unless something big happens this week uh so um let's see anything else before we wrap it up oh uh this week you can watch the smash 4 evo finals on disney xd or actually it's already happened never mind Ha. Ah. Happened yeah. on Sunday um, so my bad
1: And also um, ice cream Run the splat fest So uh, Sean Capri I'm coming for you on Twitter And I'm going to say "Nana na boo boo to you
0: oh, Well I pick cake too so Cake 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 I'm cake. not a big ice cream guy Really?
1: Yeah Dude, I've been eating ice cream like crazy here. I
0: like ice cream. I'm just not, like, I don't ever crave it. I, like, when my wife gets it, Uh I'll eat some. But, like, it's not something I'm, I'm a very picky eater. Like, I'm very picky. Like, you know, I don't, I, (sighs) there's just certain things I just don't go near.
1: When it it comes to cake, definitely yellow, chocolate, uh, German is good um and sometimes it just depends on like definitely work the frosting i can't do whipped i need like that buttercream frosting Mm -hmm. that sweetness to it uh i'm not too into marble cake but if people make it i'm down for it and i love cupcakes like no doubt about it um pineapple upside down cake is good too for me i like that one too
0: um i like i like chocolate cake with some chocolate icing or like you know that that crunchy part in a dq ice cream cake like that's Yeah. i I only like the crunchy part i don't need any of the other stuff i just want that crunchy (laughs) part uh so uh but yeah i pick cake so i don't know i'm excited for splatoon on friday uh we'll have impressions of splatoon next week well at least i will and Ed can just be sad because he can't play it yet. (laughs) Ha ha. Just kidding. Uh, But yeah, that's going to be fun. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Nintendo Pow Block. Remember, you can send emails to NintendoPowBlock at gmail.com, and we will answer your questions and uh, read your really rude comments. So, uh, not Pow Block community is not that big. We don't got any trolls yet. We're good. We're good. We got a a great community going. So, uh, Ed. Where can we find you?
1: Uh, So I'm going to keep this one short because Skype is still acting up a fool. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at that pressure code, and you can hear my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, and uh, check out my uh, writings on NGR. I have a new blog up. Um, I review stories, the path of destinies. So do check out uh, what you guys think of that review and what I gave it. Um, another review will be coming out later on this week, and some new blogs will be also be coming up this week too. Yes.
0: Yes. yes oh man all right my
1: n64 a game boy list is gonna be so hard i know
0: (laughs) oh it's crazy too because like oh man that's what i wanted to talk about on one of these one of these shows like i just went through a whole bunch of stuff and i showed you all the pictures (gasps) and stuff like i'm i'm cleaning out stuff and getting rid of some stuff and (sighs) it's really hard and like dude i saw all my nintendo 64 games and i'm like man i have every good nintendo 64 game ever and it's great
1: dude you literally almost had me crying and reminiscing like with all the systems and you know i was just like no sell that game that game is so no good but if i just the posts, the pictures that you posted of your collection i was just like i I I want to write. I'm definitely want to do an optional opinion about this, and I literally want to cry because, as me and you was talking, I'm like, these games, like they mean something because you know they help me create a lot of memories, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, man, like uh, most of these sisters that you showed me were big throwbacks.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me. yeah. This was the first. It was, I was sitting in the living room and my wife wasn't home and well she had maybe she had just got home i don't know she wasn't in the room but like i had all my nintendo stuff laid out on the floor for the first time all of my nintendo systems were out at the same time in the same space and i took a picture and posted it on instagram and it was such a nostalgia trip for me like i remember when you know my grandma got me my game boy and she got me tetris super mario land and boxing those were the three games i had for game boy for the longest time and like it still works my game boy still works you know it's this big white brick with a grainy yellow green screen but like man it still works and like you know my cousin gave me on the same day he gave me ninja turtles on game boy And then he also gave me his NES because he was getting a Super Nintendo. And so he gave me his Uh NES and all of his games. And I was like, man, I remember sitting... Gosh, my parents had this little TV set up behind their couch. And, like, had my Nintendo and my Sega Genesis hooked up into it. And I just remember sitting behind their couch all the time playing Super Mario 2, like... You know when I, I still think Super Mario Brothers Two is criminally underrated compared to Three and World. Yes. Like I. Yes. I love Super Mario Brothers Two. It's my favorite Mario game, outside of Mario sixty four. Like that is my favorite Mario game. Uh, I, I mean, I know nostalgia is tied to it a lot, and you know, not really having Super Nintendo for a long time before I got my Nintendo sixty four. Like. I don't really have the nostalgia for Super Mario World that people do. But, like, man, when I got Super Mario All-Stars for Super Nintendo, Super Mario Bros. 2 was the first game I played. And, oh, my <laughs> gosh. That was, like, seeing that graphical jump from my favorite game and just made it look better, I was like,
1: oh. Yeah. Oh,
0: man. So good. And, like, pulling out the big black drawer with all my Nintendo 64 games in it. Uh. Like, oh. Uh, Gosh, dude, and I had them all alphabetized, and I was like, oh, there's the blue cartridge. That's Tony Hawk. Oh, there's my yellow cartridge. That must be Donkey Kong Country. And, like, the only games I do not have for my Nintendo 64 that I wish I had were, and, like, I know these games are somewhere, and I don't know if I let people borrow them and they just kept them or what, but Conker's Bad Fur Day and the original super smash brothers like i have and like the thing is for all these games i still have all the cardboard boxes and the instructions to all the games yes and like i don't know where my super smash brothers or conquer's bad fur day carts are and like i'm i've been trying to go out of my way to find them but like The game store up the street has them for like 70 bucks i'm like i'm not paying 70 bucks for a used n64 cart that i'm not going to play like i just want to have in my collection and like oh man dude it's just n64 was my jam that that system is like oh it's right there with the gamecube man it's like they're fighting each other for that top spot like ah ah so uh but anyway man just having all those systems out at the same time and like having my ps2 out for a while because like i i loved my ps2 like having all those games out was like a big nostalgia trip because the leap from min 64 to ps2 was freaking amazing and you know we don't really see that graphical jump anymore like with the hd era and like you know even from the beginning of xbox 360 to the end of xbox 360 was a bigger jump than like The generation now like i don't know i just remember being so impressed by ps2 and i remember buying the bouncer oh a game i'd never play oh my gosh dude we should hook it up and play it when you come oh my gosh that game is terrible it's bad it's so (laughs) it's so bad that it's good right it was like square's first like graphical powerhouse for the ps2 and that's pretty much what it was was just a graphical powerhouse and nothing better so man what a good time uh, it was it was definitely a big nostalgia trip for sure and like finding all my game boy Advance carts and uh, there's so many games that meant so much to me at certain points in my life that i just found again and just kind of like it was it was kind of emotional you know like You know, I just I don't feel any of that really anymore. With games, like I think Zelda was the first time I felt it in a long time. You know.
1: Uh, Corey, you know the game, uh, Blaze Blue. Yeah. Blaze Blue. Yeah. Uh. This just came up on Nintendo. Everything. Um, our system works is on board as a Switch developer. The company has already put out a few titles on the eShop, but we also know that some sort of uh, Blah's Blue game is planned. Uh, Red Bull recently spoke with Blas Blue series creators to Shimichi Mori and asked for an update about regarding the franchise on the Nintendo console. He sadly wouldn't divulge anything, but did say that fighting games could definitely find a home on the Switch. And Blast Blue is is a big game at Evil, mm-hmm. so if that comes to Switch, that that's big. That and that is a major
0: fighting title. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty solid. Like I I would wouldn't mind that coming. You know, I mean, for what it's worth, Street Fighter Two, like even though a lot of people weren't super impressed, it sold well on Switch, you know? So, like, right. having a solid fighting game, a new solid fighting game on Switch would definitely benefit the console. so... Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, sorry, we just kind of got off track again, but... <laughs> uh, you can find me at HD on Instagram, HD on Twitter, you can find me on NGR Radio on Mondays, you can find me here on Block on Tuesdays and Fridays ed and i on arsenal x on wednesdays and then finally none of us on nerds gone platinum on thursdays uh that's moose's jam so uh and you can find us on world one one also on mondays so uh you can find all of our shows on our youtube page make sure you like subscribe and share our youtube page and uh our shows are broken out daily uh if you are into bite-sized content so Check that stuff out. Find all of our content on NGRRadio.com. Yes. Join our Facebook group, Facebook.com, Facebook.com slash group slash NGR Radio Network or Facebook.com slash group slash Nintendo Power Block. There is a group for both. So, yes, join us, uh, rate us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and all the other podcast services, uh, that kind of stuff. So, uh, Ed... this is a good show i'm glad we decided to do this tonight um so anyways thank you so much for watching or listening and until next time we love you bye everybody